Welcome to the Soul Connection Podcast, the place where you get the tools to truly connect to yourself. I am your host, Katie Arnold. Grab your journal, find your comfortable meditation position, and let's connect. Hi friends, welcome back to the Soul Connection podcast. I am your host, Katie Arnold, and today's podcast episode is going to be a little bit different. And it's actually been, I think, a couple months since I came in with a bonus episode. And I really wanted to dive into our intention of growth this month on an even greater scale on an even greater level because I I think it's so important in life for us to have this growth mindset to not just get stuck in our same old ways and our same old way of being and acting and showing up but to accept ourselves as we are but also be striving for growth, to be striving to be a little bit better than maybe the person that we were yesterday. And sometimes life throws us into these seasons where we have no choice. We have no choice but to grow and evolve and change. And I think even after just the last two and a half years at this point, we've had no choice but to grow and to evolve and Sometimes that growth is painful, but despite the the pain that growth can sometimes cause, the hope is that we come out on the other side and even better and stronger and more authentic version of ourselves. I wanted to share some of my favorite practices that I turn to in seasons of growth. So the first one that I want to talk about today is therapy. Y'all, I think we're hitting a place in the world where therapy and taking care of our mental health is becoming less stigmatized, even just a little bit. And I think that's a good thing for one, but I also think that we really need to normalize therapy, not just in the seasons of growth, Therapy is a wonderful tool during our seasons of growth, but it's also a great tool just in the day-to-day. And maybe that therapy doesn't look like going every single week or going every other week. It might just be going in once a month or checking in once every other month just to have that accountability and that safe place. And so highly recommend therapy and highly recommend taking the time to find a therapist that you really resonate with and where you walk in and you feel seen and heard and understood. And it's okay if the first therapist you try, that's not where things land. Take the time, find a therapist that you resonate with and who you feel like really sees and understands you and will still challenge you and push you 
and maybe give you the homework that you need to keep moving forward in life and to keep growing into this version of you that is just waiting for you to step into it. My next tip and my next go-to practice is reading. I love personal development books. I love being able to learn when I read. I will also fully acknowledge that there is a time and a place where like you can maybe hit the wall of too much self-help books or where you just need a good novel or something to read that kind of lets your that part of your brain like shut off. But I will also say that growing up, I had a really hard time reading. I had a hard time sitting down to want to read. And I noticed that the thing that has allowed me to enjoy reading more in my life, and especially more now as an adult, is that I get a say in what I read. I get to read what feels good, and I get to not read what I don't want to read. And so I read a lot of personal development or spiritual or yoga or um, entrepreneurial types of books because they excite me and I enjoy them and I enjoy reading that. So in seasons of growth, I lean into even more time to read because that is one way that I am able to kind of slow down and rest, which actually is a great leeway into our next one, which is literally friends, rest. Whatever rest looks like for you in seasons of growth, there is so much going on that we need to take the time to actually rest. So there are so many different ways that you can find rest in your day. And some of these practices that I turn to, you might find a little overlapping. Reading for you could be a form of rest. It could be just literally taking an extra break from work. It could mean taking an extra walk with your dog. It could mean laying on your yoga mat in Shavasana for 20 minutes. It could mean laying on an acupressure mat. It could mean sitting in the sauna. It could mean spending time in your garden. There are so many ways that we can rest and we are in a culture in society where we don't seem to want to do a lot of that. And I totally understand that as I I too am the person who has a stronger tendency toward overworking herself of burnout of trying to do all the things and I can fully admit this I fully acknowledge that this is something that I am really working to improve in myself because it is not it is not a strength my inability to rest it is really something that I am trying to to work on and so I highly recommend that you two spend time resting and learning what for you is resting and I I also want to give a caveat that for a lot of us um, and myself included in this is working out and moving my body is a form of self-care in some capacity Um, I'm in Aries this is one of the ways that we can like burn off some of that extra fiery energy 
but that does not mean that like my body doesn't need rest or doesn't need a rest day. I have spent time in the world of like CrossFit, which I remember some of the people at my gym who like their rest days, their like quote unquote active rest days was like a short run, like a two or three mile run. Friends, that is not a rest day. So we have to learn to take rest days from our workouts, like full on rest days. We have to learn to find rest for our minds and bodies in the middle of even some of the craziest weeks or craziest seasons of life. Our bodies need it or we are just literally going to burn out. Next up is uh, this idea of self-study. In yoga, we call this svadhyaya. It's the fourth niyama of the yoga sutras. And it's really this idea of self-study, of studying yourself, of getting to know oneself better. And I think all of these practices that I'm talking about today feed into this place of self-study because it's learning to know what actually helps you in those seasons of growth. And it is trying on different things and seeing what fits and letting go of what doesn't and really learning and tapping into our own self and our own intuition. Next up, of course, you guys had to know this was coming, but a meditation and journaling practice. Now, of course, I'm combining these two together because this is the Soul Connection podcast and we do meditation and we do journaling prompts as one practice together and I think during seasons of growth, that's even, more, that's even more powerful. One of the reasons why I pair meditation and journaling for this podcast and not just one or the other is because it allows us to go deeper. We are able to find that stillness that we need in our bodies, in our minds, through our meditation. And then when we start to dive into those journaling prompts, we've already set the ego aside and we are able to tap in deeper with our intuition, tap into that like subconscious level where we can just start writing and we've already removed the barriers that often can get in the way. I think a lot of times, and I was this way for many years, I wanted to have a journaling practice. I thought the idea of a journaling practice just like sounded so lovely, but I didn't know how. I didn't know how to journal. I didn't know how to have a journaling practice because in my mind, I was so afraid of it coming across like my 12-year-old journaling practice of like, dear diary, here's what my sister did today that made me angry or my 16 year old self that was like dear diary this boy that I have a crush on at school doesn't like me I didn't want it to be that surface level and not that there is anything wrong with that at all but I knew that I wanted my journaling practice to be deeper and when I learned to combine it with meditation holy moly things changed 
And it's really when I'm able to dive deeper. So when you're in those seasons of growth, if you don't already have a consistent meditation and journaling practice, highly, highly recommend hop on board, go back through as many of these podcast episodes over and over and over again. You can play them as many times as you want and dive in, like get to the root of what you are here to learn in this season of growth. And it is, I just, I have to tell you, it is so powerful. And then next, of course, is yoga. We carry so much stress and tension and trauma and history and pain and emotion in our physical bodies. There is a book that is called The Body Keeps the Score, which is a fascinating book. It is also a very heavy book. Um, I do recommend it as a great read, but it is also a very challenging read. So I will just put that out there. It took me a very long time to read that book start to finish because I found it very triggering and overwhelming at times that I needed to take a lot of breaks. So if you do read that book, be prepared, let it be okay if you have to take more breaks than you might with some other kind of book. Um, But it's all about how our body holds on to the trauma and holds on to these emotions And we need to start to chip away at that. And while there's so many beautiful benefits of yoga, that is one of the great ones. It is so supportive in these seasons of growth because there are so many different styles that we can turn to that can meet us where we're at in these, in these seasons. So in this season of growth, maybe you are spending more time doing restorative yoga than you would in another season. You might be spending more time holding poses for longer amounts of time. Turn to yoga. Let these practices serve you. My next tip is clearing space, decluttering. I don't know about you all, but like I I don't do well with clutter in my home clutter around me also clutters my mind and that can even sometimes be just knowing that my closets are a little bit more cluttered and I know that this might sound a little bit crazy or a little bit over the top I know for some people you might not really have a choice you might be living in a home that is smaller and it's just going to be a little bit more cluttered But if you have the ability to spend some time clearing your space, decluttering, maybe just cleaning, these sorts of things really help me feel more comfortable in my home space, which then allows me to relax a little bit better, to rest my mind, to get in that meditation because I'm not thinking about the dishes that are sitting in the sink downstairs. And I'll say too, like decluttering your home, spending some time clearing out your space, you can find things that you want to donate to local charity organizations, or maybe you find that you have enough stuff that you want to have like a garage sale or yard sale or something like that, and also make a couple extra bucks. 
there's so many great things that can come from clearing that space that go beyond just the fact that like your mind can rest. And the last one that I want to give is getting out in nature, fresh air. This is usually where like I'll take extra walks with my dog if I can because we both fare really well when we're getting in just that really gentle movement throughout the day when we're getting out in nature, when we're putting ourselves in the fresh air, under the sunshine. It's just a really simple way to find a gentle level of connection to myself and to my dog. And I think in seasons of growth, it's even more important to find those moments. Um, This is another opportunity if you have a garden or you like to garden, if you like to plant flowers, if you you know, like to get your hands in the earth, get out there and like enjoy, enjoy those moments. Those are all of my go-to practices that came to mind when I was thinking about this bonus episode for the podcast. And I want to also remind you that this is one, probably not an exhaustive list. You likely have practices that you like to turn to in seasons of growth that are a little bit different than mine. And maybe you just try one of these new ideas. Maybe some of these are new, maybe they're not. Maybe you try one and you just see where it lands. If it doesn't work for you, leave it, let it go. Take take what works, leave the rest. Don't feel like you need to do them all, that you need to suddenly, like in this hard season or this season of growth, you need to suddenly like add eight new practices to your to-do list. That's not at all what this is about. That's not at all what this episode is about. But it is about knowing that you have a toolbox of practices, of self-care practices to help support you through this season, to help you know that you are not alone, that you are not needing to feel like you are out like trying to swim as fast as you can to the shore to save yourself because the season of growth is so painful support yourself through this season support yourself through practices that help you find connection that help you return back to yourself that help you find some peace and calm and stability and what whatever you need I combine a lot of these during my seasons of growth. I'm in a season of growth right now, and I'm sure there are many of you that are as well. And I have been diving into each of these, and it's not that they're on my list every day, but I try to at least do one of them, if not two of them, every day just to fill my cup back up. So I would love to hear from you guys. What are some of your go-to practices during seasons of growth? Come find me on Instagram at I am Katie Arnold and at Soul Connection Podcast. And let me let me know what your go-to practices are. And before I close us out of this episode today, just a gentle reminder to take a moment to rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen to podcasts. It truly does help this podcast grow and it means so, so much to me. I'm loving 
these podcasts. I'm loving this platform of getting myself back out there. And I hope you all are too. So if you want to take a moment as well, if you are in this season of growth and you are looking for more journal prompts, I have a free journal prompts for when you're stressed out PDF. The link is in the description and it has some great prompts that can help you through seasons of a lot of stress, anxiety, growth, and make sure you go and check that out. Thank you all so much for being here today and I will see you for your next soul connection practice.